0: 20 review I'm your host, Sinsaku, and with me today is... Shadow
1: Chorus.
2: Pookie.
3: Units.
0: And today we're talking about
1: Boss Monster. Every time you do that intro, I keep thinking you're going to say the shenanigans. Really? (laughs) Because you do it in the same inflection.
0: Yeah, I do the same inflection for all of my stuff. Maybe I should change it up. (laughs) Um, So today we're talking about Boss Monster. Uh, Boss Monster is a card game that gives you the chance to become the ultimate villain, the boss of a video game-style side-scrolling dungeon. If you've ever spent hours navigating the pixelated perils of 8-bit dungeons, uh, Boss Monster is designed for you. If you're new to this sort of card game, no worries. Played casually, Boss Monster is a simple game that's about building rooms, luring in heroes, and counting up how much damage it takes to destroy them. So yeah, Boss Monster at its heart is a simple, uh, it's not a deck building game, it's more of a, uh, uh, of a...
3: Stealing the deck from your opponent game. <laughs> yeah. It, it's, it's, it's munchkin-esque. Yeah, it's, it's very, very munchkin. It,
0: it's, so uh, the, the the essence behind the game is you have a, you have up to one you have uh, two to four players, um, and each of whom is represented by a boss. There are eight total bosses, two for each type of treasure, which we'll get into in a second. Uh, and there are things they're, they're they're you know they're all sort of references to to classic things. This thing's like cerebellus, the father brain, which for anybody who's played Metroid, that's a very clear reference. Uh, also, the fact that it looks kind of like a Metroid that helps as well. Um, and they're all represented on these cards in little eight-bit, eight-bit style uh, uh, sprites um, that are very, very, very nicely done. Uh, I, I really love pixel art that's well done, and this is very well done pixel art. Um, but there's eight of them, so your four players are playing as four of these bosses, and you try to build a dungeon, uh, a side-scrolling dungeon that is deadly enough. To kill any heroes that come in, but also attractive enough to lure them to you, so that you can kill as many heroes as possible, gather their souls, and become the ultimate boss monster. Uh, now, in the course of this, there are several mechanics at play. Uh, the, first, uh, the first, which is the thing that you use to attract heroes, is a treasure system. There are four types of treasure in the game, each of which are represented by a little uh, by a little icon in the lower right hand corner of a card, also by the colored border of the card. Um, there are unks which attract clerics. There are swords which attract fighters. There is a bag of gold which attracts rogues, and there is a book which attracts mages. Uh, those are the four classes of heroes in the game. You lay out your so e- each monster has a treasure that that will attract uh, that will. Uh, Each boss has a treasure that will attract heroes by itself, and then as you build out rooms, each room also has stuff. Things like the Dark Laboratory has two magic books in the corner, so it'll attract for two points uh, uh, for a hero. Um, The Construction Zone has a sword and a bag of gold. The Succubus Spa has an Ankh, and so each of these will attract their respective uh, heroes it's sort of a balancing game between all the boss monsters. Basically, who has the most of what item is who will attract that type of hero. And if there's a tie, they don't go anywhere.
3: Because they're confused. I don't know which dungeon to go to. And you can build up a lot of heroes waiting to enter dungeons that way.
0: (laughs) It's like, I don't know where to go. There's so much good stuff. I'm spoiled for choice. Anyways. Um... The heroes, which represent, uh, which, which represent your both your damage and your score, uh, because basically the you, whenever a hero successfully gets through your dungeon, they give you a wound. And if you get ten
3: wounds... Five wounds. Five, five wounds, if, ten if points. If at the end of the turn, because that's when yeah. it's all tabulated, if you have five <coughs> wounds, you lose the game regardless of any other factor.
0: Okay. And it's ten souls.
3: Ten souls wins the game unless you have... Five
0: wounds. Five wounds, exactly. Okay, um, yeah, they give they give a number of wounds depending on if they're a normal hero, a common hero, or an epic hero. And if you kill them, they give you a soul or two souls if they're an epic hero. And they are spread across the various types of thief, uh, thief, mage, fighter, cleric. Uh, and then there's one fool, and there is one fool. Um, and they are they're they're also references. For instance. Here's Haya, the legendary shinobi, who is a thief. Um, Hayabusa, being Ryu Hayabusa from the, from the uh, uh, Ninja, um, Gaiden. Ninja Gaiden series. Um, there's Antonius, the Rune Knight. Which uh, William should know.
1: Actually, I, I, it's, on, it's in the back of my head. Dark Souls. Yeah, Dark Souls. What's his oh, name? Oh, wait, wait Artorius? Artorius. I thought so. I, I, if I see it, the artwork, I'll know. Yeah, that's Artorias.
0: Yeah, Artorias from Dark Souls. Um, you know, there's Blackbeard Jake. There's, uh, you know, does the, Nate... The, is that a... How old is this game? Because I would swear that this is a Splatoon reference, but I think Splatoon is younger than
3: this game. I mean, the ge- I wouldn't put it past him to be precognitive.
0: <laughs> like, it's, it's Nate the Squid Slayer, and he's wearing a Splatoon squig.
3: But I'm pretty sure this game is older than Splatoon. <laughs> like how old? Well, 2014.
0: I don't know when Splatoon came out. I think it came out last year. I think didn't it, it came it? out last I year. think it was 2015. That's that's very interesting that this game came. <laughs> As, I, Spl- that Splatoon
1: might have been in the in the works. It might have had trailers by 2014. I have no
0: idea. Um, but, but yeah, all the artwork would have been developed
3: before the copyright time. Too. Yeah.
0: So there's there's you know there's there's all sorts of different uh you know character types and 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 they're all very very much. Uh, references and they're they're all really good.
3: And it's, it's completely um, necessary because for the most part the heroes just have a health number and yeah. a type and that's all that matters.
0: Yeah, the only th- that like all that really matters is their health which can range from 2 to 11.
3: 2 to uh, I believe epic heroes can have up to 13. Uh, 13. Sorry, yeah.
0: 2 to 2 to 13. Um and uh are Wounds slash souls that they have which they will give you one way or the other whether or not they make it through your dungeon alive uh, which is either one if they're common two if they're an epic Um, and then so you're building the room so the other the other two mechanics are the rooms themselves of the dungeon there are a number of rooms like I said earlier they have treasure but they also deal damage most of them um, they deal damage, and some of them have like little bonus things on them. Uh, for instance, the Goblin Armory has two swords that's going to attract fighters, it deals one damage to whatever hero passes through it, and monster rooms adjacent to it have plus one to their damage. So if I've got this guy in between the uh, Neanderthal Cave, uh, which is another monster room, and the Succubus Spa, which is another monster room, uh, then both the Neanderthal Cave and the Succubus Spa are going to get an additional plus one to their damage. Which is really good, because the Neanderthal Cave deals three and attracts one sword, and the succubus spa deals one, attracts one unk, and if a hero dies in this room, choose an opponent, take a random room or spell card from that opponent's hand.
3: So so, so as you see, the the order in which you build your rooms becomes yep, very relevant. The order
0: is very relevant because the heroes enter left to right. Your boss is at the right side so you build you you build right to left away from your boss, and the heroes enter from the far left and come towards your boss. Um so there's a lot of there's a lot of strategy in the, in the dungeon building um, you're making a side scroller yeah you're making a side scroller, and then finally there are spells uh the spells can do a variety of things, and the spells are where we really get into the second part of the the game uh the game proper where uh the game primarily is a dungeon building game where you're 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 mostly concerned with building the best dungeon you can
1: however it's also a Munchkin esque competition where you're trying to make yourself better and screw over your friends
0: exactly and the spells are where that comes in things like freeze which turns off a, du- a room in anybody's dungeon uh, motivation which will let you build which lets let you build multiple rooms um, there are things like uh, assassin. assassin which uh, basically gives plus three health to a hero in another person's dungeon. Uh, there's fear, which can chase a hero back out of a dungeon,
3: which can help either you if you're going to get hurt or or
0: hurt somebody else if they're going to get a point. Uh, counter spell, which counters any spell. Uh, teleportation, which can send a hero in your dungeon back to the first room if you're about to get hurt because, say, say somebody put assassin on a hero that you would have otherwise killed, where you can just, after they get close to you, teleport them back to the beginning and kill them anyways.
3: Or if killing people in specific rooms is relevant, it's like, go two rooms in, teleport you back so you die in my succubus ball so I can steal your spell. Exactly. Uh, it gets and, complicated.
0: It yeah, and then annihilator, which adds uh, plus three damage to a trap until end of turn, which can help you or can screw over your friends. Uh, I say friends loosely. Um, so it's you know the the spells are where the competition aspect gets in. Uh, and that's the, those are the basic mechanics. Did I miss anything? Mechanics ones.
3: No, we got the the game is oh oh yeah advanced. advanced rooms right.
0: There's one last aspect to the room building. Uh, so you, you, when you're building a room, you can only build up to five rooms in your dungeon, and the oh, yeah, there and... are monster there are monster and trap rooms. You build them out again right to left, and then there are advanced build advanced monster and advanced trap rooms, which can only be built on existing monster and trap rooms that are of the same treasure type. So and, and they, they upgrade the room and make it do something special. Like I had in in my dungeon when we played, I had the Draco Lich lair, um, which basically I could I could ship two room cards in my hand to the discard pile, and then shuffle through the discard pile for any other discarded rooms and pull it back into my hand, which gave me a lot of choice. Which uh, when we get into the when we get into the uh, reactions to it, you'll see. Really has a lot of impact on the game when you have when you when you're able to give yourself choice like that, it, it- it's really beneficial. So let's start with well, let's start with initial reactions. Um, well,
3: there's one of the you oh. forgot the level up mechanic.
0: Oh yes, level up mechanic. When you
3: build your f- your fifth right. room and max out your dungeon.
0: When you build your fifth room and max out your dungeon, thank you for reminding me. Uh, each boss has a level up ability, which basically when you max out your dungeon, they do something. The Cerebellus, uh, when you max out your dungeon, you get to draw three spell cards and then discard a spell card. Notably, that does not have to be one of the three you drew. Just a spell card. Uh, Gorgona, Gorgona, the Queen of Medusia. Uh, you get to immediately kill a hero that's in town and take it as a soul.
1: Town, by the way, being the lobby where heroes are waiting to yeah, go into a dungeon.
0: Be, town being where heroes are waiting. because at, at the beginning, At the beginning of every round, you flip out three heroes and they either go to dungeons or stay there. Um, which actually, if you, if you wait, if you manage to hold off until you get to epic level heroes, Gorgonia can win you the game instantly. Uh, but that's very difficult. Especially
3: because you can be like, oh, that's an epic hero and it's a fighter and you've got all the swords. I'm going to kill it. Take the two souls and stop you from getting those two souls. Yep.
0: Uh, now bear in mind that you can you only level up once. So you can't do one of those things where you get to five, destroy a room and then do it again. It only happens once. Uh, so yeah, thank you for reminding me about the level-up system. Um, yeah,
2: let's start with impressions. Uh, uh, Pookie, what do you think? Uh, I really enjoyed it. I'm sorry. I'm leaning into the microphone. It was... I feel like it was very simple for me to learn. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, this was this was the first time three of us had ever played the game. Myself, Shadow Chorus, and, and Pookie. This was the first time and, we'd played the game.
2: And since Daku was helping me play the game. Yep. So it's very... Th- it's very easy to pick up on. Uh, I enjoyed playing, um, even though I was targeted for most of it.
1: I'm I'm, I'm glad uh, Pookie's here to to give the metric of how easy it is to learn because that's not really a thing that I can judge a game by because any game is easy for me to learn. <laughs>
2: yeah. Yes. Um, no, not every game is easy for me to learn. <laughs> um, I'm trying to think about. Uh, I like the cards. I like the artwork in it mm-hmm. a lot. It's very fun, even though I don't get a lot of the references that you guys get. But <laughs> that's fine. You get some of them, though. Do I?
3: Yeah, you you pointed you, out a couple that you recognize. Indiana Jones, for example. Oh yeah. yeah, a couple of them are so obvious.
2: Yeah, um, I love I love the heroes. I I love the descriptions when you read the heroes.
0: Yeah. the... Each of the heroes has a has a uh, has a description.
1: A bit of flavor text.
0: A little bit of flavor text that that, that I find. Uh, for instance, there's a thief, one of the ordinary heroes, uh, Sir Digby Apple, Ace Detective. He battles to keep the coffers filling, to keep his to keep his partners preening, and to send a needless message of power to all of the unwilling. Um, cute little funny mm-hmm. things. It makes makes it fun to reveal the heroes.
2: It makes I think it makes every stage of it is fun. Mm-hmm. And in fact, I, I wish we could have played more of it. Yeah. Yeah. Um,
3: I I was the one who has I've played this game a good dozen times. Uh, I was the one who said we need to play this game.
0: Also, the one who won coincidentally.
3: Bump bump. Well, that was that was actually Shadow Chorus's fault. Yeah, yeah It was, I, it was I, Shadow Chorus. I, fault I, I threw I threw that hand in. <laughs> it was well. I'm not going to win. I'm going to stop the person who should win from winning. Which was me. <laughs> But I'm totally fine with winning, so you know it's fine. Um, I've I've always loved Boss Monster just for growing up playing video games in the '90s. It it has a lot of references, a lot of fun little details in it. Um, the artwork is lovingly done. The rooms are hilarious, but they but being hilarious doesn't stop them from being functional and ba- balanced, which I find a lot of games. Throw mechanics to try to be funny.
0: I think the the recycling center is one of my favorite ones. Just like just thematically, um, it has a it has it it has it's it's got a little machine in it with a bowl on top and, a, and an emitter on one side. Uh, the remains of heroes are going into the bowl, and then items are like like bombs are, and dynamite is coming out the other side.
3: <laughs> oh no the game
1: the game is I, I didn't know there was magnesium.
2: I don't think and, I ever saw that picture in
1: Adventure Corpses
0: apparently there is
2: no, I never saw this card
3: yeah but the amount of the amount of detail that went each little bit of art is is great the references I, I played Seducia sorcerer of, Sorceress of Sexiness <laughs> just so ridiculous super fitting for Austin oh yeah, oh, yeah.
0: It was actually funny. All three of the boys here played a female character, and and Pookie played a male character.
2: Yep,
3: um, <laughs> that was really but, amusing. Uh, I and I, and, but one thing that I learned that I loved is how much the treasure system adds to the strategy of the game. It makes such it makes the game so very strategic. The treasure system. It was
0: interesting too because I ended up I ended up. Going for clerics, in my my boss was not a cleric boss. I had Cleopatra no. who won who wanted rogues.
3: But you mean that's that's one room out of a yeah. total of six, if you include your boss room. So. Yeah. And it was, it was and there were times where it's like I could build this room, but if I do, I will get swamped by that epic hero, and I can't handle that epic hero. Yeah. So it's 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 there's a lot of risk versus reward mm-hmm. with the the treasure. Okay.
0: And of
1: course. <laughs> well, this 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 game takes a lot of boxes for me because um in in general I'm a very uh very friendly gamer. I tend to play games for fun, but I do have that 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 little little bit of spite uh if, if someone if someone manages to like take that box in the back of my head of I I kick back when people hit me.
2: Yeah, I notice.
1: Yeah. <laughs> um. And so the this this end game similar to it like munchkin uh tend tend to fill that hole of where I'm where I'm typically playing for fun this is the kind of game where I really let that that spike in the back of my head come out uh where it's like oh well now you're fighting me now it's now it's a challenge
0: yeah he actually grows spikes out of his head it was weird
2: <laughs> yeah
1: um and so it, it, it definitely it, it it fills a a niche for me of games where I can actually let my competitive side come out just so I can mess with people. Um, so it, it definitely makes me happy because even even when you're losing, like I was, like after after Pookie tossed my hand and I drew a terrible one to replace it, um, I I wasn't getting the cards that I needed. Just classic card game syndrome of not getting what you need. And I was like, I can't win with this, but I can mess with the people who are winning. <laughs>
3: So.
2: I wasn't winning. You just did it to mess with me. Yeah,
1: because you messed with
3: me. What we're saying is, you don't have to be winning to play the game.
1: Yeah, it's like you do not to be winning to have fun, which is which is always great. Yeah. as competitive as I get in these kinds of games, I I tend to prefer to have fun. Yep.
0: Yeah, no, I I really it, it, it's really enjoyable for me on a number of levels. The the biggest one, uh, anybody who's watched, ever watched me stream has heard me talk about um, RNG. Being heavily weighted, uh, I don't mind uh, RNG, which is random number generator, which or any sort of random system. Uh, I don't mind a random uh, an element of randomness when it's appropriately balanced. But when it's super heavily weighted to the point where it feels like nothing you do matters, it all matters on the RNG. Uh, that can be very frustrating. Games like XCOM, on, the video game XCOM, really irritate me in that area because the the RNG is so heavily weighted as a factor of the game. This almost entirely eliminates the RNG from it in, in a number of ways, and mostly by giving you choices. Um, there is a little bit of element of randomness to it in that the decks are shuffled, but if you play the right cards in the right rooms, the fact that the decks are shuffled never mattered. For me, the fact that the decks were shuffled never mattered. I spent half I spent half the time searching through the decks for the rooms that I wanted. I was able to very effectively build... You also got the, the thing to let you do that. I though. know,
3: I know. Yeah, but once he got the thing to let him do it, he like, was able to get more things that let him do it, and he was able yeah. to shut down other people. From being able to mm-hmm. do Cause that. Because Kooky did that with spells a lot. She yeah. sipped through the spell pile all the time. Yeah,
0: she was looking through the spell pile. I was looking through the rooms pile. Um... Once I got to that point, it was, I, was I was making choices. I was no longer relying on the randomness of the deck, um, which I love. I love the fact that you can eliminate randomness to a degree with a game like this, especially because it is a strategy game. Well, you,
1: have, you have to get the randomness that allows you to eliminate the randomness. You, you
0: do, but it's not difficult. Like there are, there are There's two, one
1: Arch. There's one there are in the card.
0: Two Lich layers. Two. There are two Lich layers. And a pretty, pretty big-sized deck. It's a pretty big size deck, and there are there are a cup There are like four or five other rooms that also let you sift through things, not for the same cost, but for different costs.
3: And don't forget. And that there are
0: at least two of each of those rooms.
3: Don't forget that there are other things like the Liger's Den that was like well. I may have drawn a crummy spell, but I can cast my spell and draw a new one at least once a turn. Which which, which was my
1: saving grace for that game, because that's basically all that I had. There's
3: still a lot of randomness, but now it's... Basically, cycling. I can cycle through spell cards and yeah. draw more and get more choices.
0: And then there are like there are a, a half dozen rooms that when you kill a hero in here, draw a new card, draw two new cards, yeah. search through the search through the deck and draw another card. Um, the, the the sort of controlling aspect of the randomness I really enjoyed. Uh, also, it's a gateway game. The uh, the the art style and the like, not, not only is it a, it's, it's a gateway game in two different directions the art style and the sprites and the references if you're if you're the type of person that wants to learn about references and wants to learn about art style you know what 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 a game is referencing when you're playing it that will introduce you to a lot of older games that you may never have played because they're just early you know they were beyond your time or when when you when you were growing up in that era you weren't allowed to play the games um, it'll introduce you to a all these older things and get you interested in looking back and, and, and sort of seeing what these are and, and, and finding out about them. And, it's all, because it's such a very easy card game, it's yet another one that you can sit down with a whole bunch of people who, who don't play a whole lot of tabletop games and say, hey, this is the way to have some fun with, with, with without being on a computer, without being in front of a console. Like, this is really great for introducing gamers to tabletop games, like video gamers to tabletop games. Um... So it's it's a really great gateway game, and we all know why I like gateway games. So we're not going to hammer on that point, um, but yeah, it, it it's it's simple, easy to learn, easy to play. The strategies are there; they're not too terribly complex, but there there are a lot of them, um, and. It's a whole lot of fun. Like It's it's entertaining to read the cards. It's entertaining to build your dungeon. It's entertaining to talk about the heroes. Uh, and and again, there are so many different strategies. Like, the, the, the controlling the decks strategy that I was playing is only one of them. And there were, you know, there's... I, there's several, I'm sure there are more that I hadn't seen, but I saw three or four strategies that I could have been employing while I was playing the
3: game. There's a lot of room sacrifice that you yeah. can do where, where you play really powerful cards but you have to sacrifice rooms in your dungeon And so your dungeon is ever shifting and changing and you can use that to change up the order there were times where it's like I could crush this room just so that I can move this room down one because your rooms close in towards the right and I could put a room on the left of it so that the order is better
0: yeah yeah it's it's you know it's, it's a really fun and interesting game and I definitely want to play more of it and apparently there's a sequel out uh, that I want to play but um, yeah, so so that's 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 that that's our first impressions of it. Um, so we'll go around and talk about uh, maybe some things we didn't like about it. Uh, what what are some gripes that you might have had?
2: Uh, one thing with um, especially with the amount that I was able to get spells, uh, I didn't really see i never really found any spells that i liked very much and throughout the entire game i really only used like two spells that were actually useful to me and i know there are good spells in there but i think it might have just been i didn't find any or there weren't any when i looked through the deck
3: one um, but... of your spells would have made me lose the game if it wasn't for william though
2: well, that's one, of, like, the, that's one of the two spells that I use, like, the entire game. And then the other spell made William angry and made him target me with his spells, and he had good spells. So, I don't know if maybe he just got all the good spells, but I never really seemed to find any that were useful to me.
1: I got all the spells that were good for not what I
3: needed them to do. Um, For me, it does have the card game thing where there is that element of randomness. You you draw cards that you don't need at the time, or you draw cards that's like, you've got a really cool dungeon full of traps, and all of a sudden I drew a monster room card that is about how many... Like, I've got an advanced trap room that emphasizes this power and toughness equals to the number of monster rooms you have. Um, and it, it's, it's mitigated by the fact that there are cards that let you discard it, but I didn't have that kind of a dungeon. Yeah, I had a very... Synergistic dungeon, and the for, day the, wrong <laughs> for and, the wrong synergy. And
0: looking, look, stepping back over to Tepuki's statement, like I was just going through the spell cards. There, the spell card of the three decks—not kind of the boss deck, but of the room hero and spell deck—the spell deck is the smallest of them,
3: and it has the and fewest... it has
0: it has the fewest. Yeah. Like, like it's got like the freeze card is in there four times.
3: There's a whole bunch of assassins. Like there's there's,
0: there's, there's like four freeze cards, three assassins, two teleportations. I never
2: found an assassin.
0: Yeah. Like it's it certainly is it's it's weighted to one side, and the one side are not the useful cards. Well, I got
2: the one where I could build an extra room, but at that point I already I had like max rooms. It, yeah. That and didn't help me. The other
3: issue is you draw a room card every turn without using cards or rooms in dungeons. You don't there draw is spells. no normal way to draw spells. Yeah, and so spells become a very rare resource
0: and not always a good one.
3: And because of the because of how different they can be from each other at times, it's like, well, I got an assassin, but I need something to save myself.
0: Yeah.
3: Hmm. Um, for me, it was... Um,
1: there's, ver- there's very much uh, a sense of if someone gets rolling, it's hard to stop them rolling. Mm-hmm. Um, once once John had the Draco Lich going, it was kind of hard to stop him from getting what he needed because he can just take what he needed. Like, it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Um, aside from that, the heroes are definitely an element... Like there are a few ways that you can mess with the heroes that are there, but you can't really influence what heroes get dealt um yeah. and so when someone has a monopoly on the onks or on the swords and they're only dealing with the soldiers and the priests doesn't matter if you got the if you doesn't matter if you've got the rogues coming to you, you're not getting dealt rogues
0: or or then in the in the case where you know multiple people have an, enough of the books for the mages and the mages just build up in town. And because it's difficult to influence the rooms that each dungeon has, like directly, like like removing rooms, mm-hmm. um, that can be a thing where it's like, well, I can't control that you've only built that you've built four books and I've built four books. Uh, we're kind of stuck here until one of us builds a different thing. Yeah,
1: it's 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 definitely a case of if you're behind, you stu- you're stuck behind, and if you're ahead, you're gonna be ahead.
0: Now. It's stuck behind isn't necessarily as bad, because Austin came from behind. He was the last person to get points and was the one that won.
1: He was, but that was still during the building phase. I'm, I'm t- more talking about once you've actually got your dungeons built up, if yeah. there is a clear front runner, he's going to stay the front runner. Well,
3: I w- I would disagree with that statement, just because I've seen I played this game a lot, and there are a lot of very swingy games, because once you start getting the epic heroes dealt out, yeah. that do, give you double the souls, like, a lot of people early on will get the early souls... Um, but if you can wait a little bit and build up your treasures properly and, and there's a lot of a waiting game of, should I build this room right now or should I wait? And then it's like, okay, uh, there's a room that you can sacrifice it to double all your treasures. And then it's like, well, there's four heroes in town, sack this room, no. get all four. I can, I, can, I
1: can definitely see that. But my, my, my primary problem is that once you've got your dungeon built, Everything kind of forms. Yeah. Everything kind of yeah. layers out.
0: And there is a thing where, you know, this is coming from only having played once. Yeah. That can make it or break it. For no, a
3: lot I of people. I understand so. that it, it is a concern. I'm just letting yeah. you know that as you play the game, you find that it can be very swingy.
0: Yeah. Yeah,
1: it's like that that's definitely something that comes with experience. But from first impressions, yeah. um once once the dungeons are built out, they're kinda of built out. It's very hard to suddenly rapidly change your dungeon. Yeah. Uh to, to fit a different style if your style is not winning.
0: Mm-hmm. And that's mostly because you're being dealt one card a turn. Yeah,
1: it's like the the inability to get to get and play more than one dungeon room, unless you have the specific spell that says you can build a second dungeon room. Or the
0: construction room or something
1: like that. It's very hard to to rapidly change your dungeon to suit what needs to happen.
0: That also helped me in the beginning, because I I had that construction room in my initial grip of cards. And so I was like, boom, boom, two two, two dungeons were off the bat. Um... So for me, uh, I, 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 there is, yeah, I definitely agree with some of that, where there is that feeling of once I'm behind, I, it's very difficult to get back up. Um, but there's also, the, for me, there's not a whole lot, there's not enough, for, for a game about video games, there's not a whole lot of interactivity. Um, basically, the only thing you do, you build a room, and you may play a spell. That's all you do as a player in this game. Two actions. Everything else is very automatic. The damage dealing from the dungeons is automatic. The hero's moving is automatic. Everything is de- determined by the information already on the board. By very very little of it can be influenced by you, with the exception of a few key spell cards. And as we were talking about earlier, it's hard to determine. You know, when spell. When, you know, it's hard to get spells in the first place, and then so like there are things like where I had some room. I had a room. I had uh, like a vampire. The, the vampire boutique. Uh, which, if a hero dies in here, uh, you get to turn a wound into a into a soul point.
3: Bordello, not boutique. Was They're a very different. V-
0: vampire b- Bordello. Pardon
3: me. <laughs> very I'm different. picturing
0: like a shop
2: run I by vampires I was, here. I, I'm, not,
0: I'm not looking at the card, so I was I couldn't remember the name. Uh, but yeah, I had the I had the Vampire Bordello, which is a really good card, but it's very hard to get them to die on the Bordello very hard to get them to die right there. Especially
1: because the bordello is an advanced room. You have to build it on top of a room that's yeah, already you have, there. Yeah, you
0: have to build it on top of a room that's already there, so you have to make sure you have the room that you... When you draw it, if you didn't know you were going to get it, like I didn't know I was going to get it... Um, New drones, like, oh, this is really cool. Wait, I have, to build it on, I have to build it on top of a very specific room that I don't have at that spot, and I have no way of getting, because all the, like, this particular type of room, there weren't any in the discard pile, I have no way of getting this easily. So I've got to wait and wait and wait. I've got to put it elsewhere I and hope the, that a hero gets there to survive. One
1: of the major problems was the one room that says you can shuffle rooms around... I got in my opening hand. Yeah, and so used it's like almost immediately. No, it's like it got I. Discarded before we could no, ever put it down. This, I, no, it, I, put it, I put it down first because it was the only room that I could put down. If it had been
3: discarded, you would have been able to uh, get it back. That's right,
0: I would have been able to, yeah.
1: Because it was the only room that I could put down. I was like, I, this forces me to use the fire, this, the fire this payload early, so I won't be able to
0: reshuffle rooms. Yeah, so there, there's, there's a lot of non activity. On the player's part,
2: and towards the end of my uh, towards the end of the game, I got a card that was like, "All right, put this card down, and it will send the hero back like two or three rooms." And I'm like, "I, I can only put this down, yeah, like as the first room they enter,
0: yeah." So it, there there's some like like as it, as it gets later mm-hmm. on, the buildings that you get,
3: but on the, the flip side, the you've got that card that's send the, then send them back room, so send them back to the vor- vampire bordello twice or the they the, the boulder trap room, yeah if you that if, you can crush rooms that will reorganize your dungeon and crushing the rooms increases the yeah. damage
0: and that's that's part of the choice that I was talking about earlier yeah. but if you don't get those yeah. if,
3: if you don't or if you have can't that kind play of dungeon, then,
0: because the the boulder rooms a, is a regular trap it's or an or advanced, advanced trap room yeah it's an advanced trap room I had nothing but monster rooms I could not have built it yeah like um
3: it, it definitely has that sort of the 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 dark Souls game state gameplay where it's your synergy is based on what you're dealt. You can't really go in being like, I want to do this strategy. It's, well, yeah. this is what I have. This is the strategy I'm going to go for.
0: Yeah, and it's, it, it's, it, it's very difficult to... like. There are times where like you, your deck wasn't synergistic at all until the end. You know, and my deck was super synergistic, but it was either too good at killing things so they never got to the place I wanted to get because I couldn't reshuffle the bordello around uh, or, you know, there, there was no real control that I had, it was all passive. Um, which, kind of paradoxical for a game about video games, for the players to be passive. Um, so that, that, to be
1: fair, the boss monster in a video game is very passive waiting for the hero to get there. <laughs> it's
0: true, it's true. Um, but yeah, it's it's very... That, that, that's definitely a big, a big mark against it. Um, moving on, I, I really want to talk about, real quick, the construction, the, 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 the materials of the game. The game exists entirely of, or consists entirely of, four decks of cards. That's it. I do like the construction of the cards. the The cards are very well constructed. They are plastic. They're the, they're very similar. Pla- they're, no, sorry, not plastic. Cardboard. They're very similar cardboard to Magic: The Gathering cards. Yeah. Very similar card stock, and and a similar printing process. And then they've got that slight film. They've got that slight yeah. They got the, f- the slight f- film, film quality,
3: so they don't like accidentally absorb all the water.
0: Yeah, um, they've got a little slight film quality on top of them, and again, they're they're you know they're fantastic art, fantastically put together, and it's only four decks. It's a very small game. It's a very small, easily easy put away, easy to set up, easy to put away, and they put up on. A shelf there is
1: there place. is one note that I want to make uh-huh. on the on the cards themselves. Mm-hmm redundancy is a thing that I do like about cues, uh, And this, the, the cards have a lot of redundant cues to let you know what they do and what to do with them.
2: I'm sorry. I'm just very amused. I was looking at the boss cards. Uh-huh. You guys got the only three female bosses. Ha! there only are only three of them. All the rest are guys. I thought there guys. were four. Well, both no, of the, both the, uh, of, both of the rogue three. bosses
1: are female. Because we got both the rogue bosses. Because it's Cleopatra and Medusa. That's right, the two, the two, two clerics... The, the, the
0: two clerics and the two fighters are both male. Yeah. Well, I mean, technically... Technically, uh, uh, Zyzax is
3: genderless, but... Yeah, but it's very clearly Gygax. It's very clearly very Gygax. Yeah. Very clearly
2: Gygax. Sorry, I saw that, and I thought that was really funny. No, no, that, that's That that's actually, you guys... That's actually
0: pretty funny. Go, uh, no, yeah. the um
1: <laughs> the The cards are very redundant with their cues. Like, the... Um, the way you tell an advance an advanced room is it says advanced on the card but also the the symbol in the corner is either gold or silver gold is advanced um, it's the 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 uh, the uh, trap room you can tell by either it's it says trap room or the card itself is made of stone and very very clear cut uh, the treasure it gives you can tell at the bottom right or it the the treasure the card is colored to match the treasure
0: uh, I think they're all made of stone. The monster room is also made of stone. Uh, yeah, they're all they're all made of stone, but they're different colors.
1: Yeah, they're they're all very. There's a lot of redundant cues to tell you how this card works, and I really do like that about about the the production of a card. Like, there's the obvious one that you're supposed to read, and the one that you can tell if you get more used to the card.
0: Yeah, there's there's a lot of passive tells about what this card is. um you know, the card's very easy to read. The, the cards are very easy to read. They're very well laid out. If you're familiar with any sort of card game, you will instantly know where to throw your eyes to look at things. Like, all the, the, the relevant information is in the corners, any special information is in the middle, the art's in the middle. And the titles of the names vary. The names at the, the top. The
1: names yeah. at the top. It very, very much follows the, the, the card that you should make, where, like, important stuff's in the corners, rules are in the, rules are in the middle, bottom, Tech uh, name is at the top.
0: And then art front and center. Um, so yeah, production quality. I, I don't think there's much to, much else to say. It's it's small. How how expensive was it? Do you know,
3: uh, I believe it was right around thirty dollars.
0: Around thirty bucks. Yeah. Um,
3: and and to clarify, the whole the whole game box is about the size of, of a, a paperback novel.
0: Yeah, like you know, the whole thing is about the size of a book. It could easily fit on a bookshelf and confuse people.
3: Right. Um, Boss Monster, what's this book about? <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell well, you. Well, it, it, it <laughs> looks like one of the old um, game it, cartridge boxes. Yeah, it
0: looks like an old Nintendo uh, NES box, specifically. Um, the art on the front of it very much resembles an NES. I think Boss Monster 2 resembles an SNES box. Uh, uh,
3: Boss Monster 2 is actually based off of handheld systems. No, it's a lot it? of handhelds. Uh, no, no, that's the expansion. They've got an expansion that's based off of handhelds. Yeah. I was like Boss it, Monster this, Advance.
0: Yeah, the book itself, the box itself looked like it was based off the SNES. Yeah, sorry. I got it back. Um... So, yeah, it's, it's it's overall I'd say yeah, definitely a really good um, homage throwback to uh, to old school gaming in all its entirety. Um,
3: it's also a great example of what you can get out of Kickstarter because this was a Kickstarter yep. game. Oh yeah.
0: Now, um, if there was anything we could do to improve it, let's let's talk about that for a little bit. Um, the biggest improvement I would be, I would I could suggest would be either making a different way to to get spells, like having a having a much more regular way of being able to get spells as part of the core gameplay mechanics, rather than it being a sort of a thing that you can do on a couple of rooms and one of the bosses. Um, it has to be that just to add a little bit more interactivity to the game, because like I was saying earlier, yeah, more things so...
1: more things that you can do. Like yeah. uh, one thing that I can definitely say to add is dump rooms to get rooms. Like, if, you're, if your build is not working for you, if you could just demolish your rooms to get that immediate penalty of not being able to kill things as well, but able to draw more cards to replace them... I would love that.
0: Yeah, because that that's on a few rooms, but if that was like, there were more waste or more, even more rooms that could that say, maybe rooms that actually say, if this is in your hand and you can't build it, you can discard it to draw a new to draw. Or like if
1: room. that was just a ru- if that was just a rule as a, as, as writ, like <coughs> if you cannot play a room, you can discard it to draw another one. Yeah. That works.
3: Um, there is a mulligan rule. Yeah, uh, at the very beginning, but that's but that doesn't help you in the middle of the that's game. That's not in the middle of the game.
0: But yeah, just more things for you to be able to do as a player because th- right now, as it stands, you're very, very passive, like not a whole lot of input on your ha- on your behalf once the game gets going. Pookie?
2: Um, I'm looking through the cards right now, and I think more variety with the hero's hit points. Mm-hmm.
1: One thing that I mo- that I can note. If a hero does something, if it dies in X type of room or gets to the end, I would like heroes to have effects more than just their health and their damage.
2: Um, I I agree with that. Also, I think the heroes should do a little more. Um, but I like we got a bunch of like a bunch of eights and sixes for the hit points mm-hmm. right at the beginning. They're really and tough heroes. What really tough heroes they were hard to kill at the, at the beginning yeah, there's only one two, and they're really they're like maybe four fours maybe I'd only count counted three but I hadn't gone through all of them yet, and looking through the epic heroes, they're either eleven or thirteen
0: no difference no no there's
2: no, no like there's no twelve no ten no, nothing there i just there needs to be more variety with the hit points well and
3: there, and there's no systemology between Mages and clerics and fighters. Yeah, because some mages have
0: 8 hit points and some fighters have 4. And it's like... And
3: it's an even spread.
0: Yeah, it's like that doesn't... Well, The even spread is
1: important because it means that you're not screwed for picking one type of dungeon. Yeah.
0: I feel like if there were less mages... That had but less mages, but they universally had more had less hit points. That well, would
3: reward you for for
0: going in on them.
3: I feel like it would have to be more of a mages have a special effect.
0: Yeah, like the the, pro- the
1: problem with putting less of X type of monster is that means you're less likely
0: to deal them. That's fair. That's fair. Like they have to be evenly spread, but there's still. I feel like I I, agree, I definitely agree. There should be a little bit more of a sliding scale on the health.
2: I think uh, definitely with the epic. Yeah, heroes. there
0: should definitely be more variety.
3: Well, especially towards the end it got really so, easy to
2: deal I, I, I do
1: like I do like I, the even spread of monster types. I do want more of a variety of what the monsters do. Or what the heroes do, rather.
2: I also don't like the when you get when you get through the ordinary hero cards, okay, here are the epic heroes, eleven or thirteen, that's it. Yeah. I there needs to be more variety, I think, throughout it.
0: Maybe like a intermediate like, heroes.
2: <laughs> I don't I think instead of just having epic or ordinary, just kind of mix it up, mm-hmm. so you never know what you're getting. If you're getting a 13 pointer or a two pointer
1: I do like the idea that epic
3: heroes could be shuffled in among the regular heroes.
0: <laughs> is that a rule? Like, is that, is that like an alternate rule we could have
3: played with? No, there there is one way to play it the game, be. and that's how we played it.
0: Yeah, like I, I I do agree that like that, and that's something as easily as just making a home a house ruling of.
3: I,
1: I do like know, I do like the idea that uh, I do like the idea that epic heroes still look different, so yeah. you know it's like oh. Crap, we got a gold one on top of the stack. We know what's coming next turn, but they're shuffled in among the regular heroes. Yeah, you're looking like that.
2: Like, looking at one of those cards, there are two heroes. On which I'm guessing, I haven't read it, I'm guessing twins or siblings or something. I don't know. They're married. And, like, oh, they're married. Okay.
0: Oh, those are the two that are joined Joined at the 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 ring. ring.
2: At the ring. And I mean, it, would, it would
1: be nice if they had like a special effect where, like, if they get in, they hit you twice. You
2: yeah, because it only hits you once, and that doesn't make sense. Because there are two if of them. you get yeah, if you get hit by two different heroes, then you're going to be hit twice. Twice, so that doesn't make sense. Like that should maybe be an epic one. hero.
0: <laughs> yeah, so there's a couple. There's a couple of flavor issues there with the, with the heroes.
3: Um, for me, a lot of it has to do with how random things are. First, like right off the bat, you deal out the bosses you don't get to pick which boss monster you are
2: yeah, yeah. i agree and
3: with that. um the level ups are kind of cool but they only happen once and they're single time effects they're not things that continue to affect the game so it's oh really cool i drew three spell cards and discarded one i've got more spells in my hand now and that's the only time it'll ever matter or i automatically killed a hero i just got some souls question
1: and actually I'll ask you this after this after after we finish the podcast. Right.
3: But um I feel like making the bosses more relevant to the game it feels like they tried to make them relevant. Yeah, the, to the level game. up
0: the level abilities some of them are very relevant some of them aren't. Um things like Gorgona's uh, ability of instant, instantly inst- killing kill instant a hero killing get it. a hero and getting it as a soul. That's that's relevant. King Croak and Cleopatra's ability to uh, search through the room deck and grab an advanced card. Instantly instantly build a card, regardless of what room it it wants to build on. Those are relevant. Um, Zyzax's ability to choose two cards in the discard pile and put them into your hand. There's There's four other rooms that do that on a regular basis. Robobo's ability, every opponent must choose and destroy one room in his or her dungeon. Rooms are getting destroyed and rebuilt all the time. Um uh Dracula target opponent reveals his or her hand to you you take one card and put it into your hand that that doesn't that doesn't have a whole lot of relevance because by the time you do that they only have one room in their hand and if they hadn't played it already it's cuz they couldn't play
3: it like the the problem is they go off in the middle of the game yeah. they're not they're not late enough to be game enders and they're not really I changers. I would
1: say if you could when you reach 5 rooms you gain the level up and you can fire it off when you want to, that would be great.
0: That would be, that would, that, would, that would have a little bit more strategic value, but it still prevents it from being early enough to be a game changer.
3: Well, but if, if you could fire it off when you want to, say that last turn, <coughs> i have been like, okay, I've been saving Dracula's ability, now I'm going to look at your hand Oh, I need that spell car. I need your counter spell so that you can't mess so up my big turn. It. Or, it, yeah. or like Gorg-
1: can... Gorgona, I'm really far behind. There's a big hero there. Uh, an epic you're gonna, hero you're, there. you're gonna, you're gonna take it. Mine.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And now, rather, rather than making it go to his dungeon, you could have just pulled it right into yours. Because
1: the abilities are really cool, but it's it's when it's the fact that they trigger when you hit five and only when you hit five. Yeah. that creates a problem.
3: And that you are shuffled your hero. Yeah. It, it goes back to the, you don't build the dungeon that you wanted to before you started playing, you built the dungeon that you were dealt.
1: Now, I, I do like the, I, I do like the randomizing of the heroes because it means you never just pick the one that you like and always pick the I one that you bosses. like. bosses. Or bosses, rather. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm he was back.
0: calling them heroes too.
1: Yeah. Uh, the, it, it's like, it's definitely uh, forces you to step out of your comfort zone and play a boss that's new to you. I'm okay with that because um, it, it builds your experience as a gamer. Um but having them be more impactful than this is your treasure type, and this is one ability that happens at one time. And the
3: treasure type was almost irrelevant. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. definitely. Uh, any,
1: anything else, anybody has to add? Um, I feel like it needs a new th- a, a new. Uh, almost, like, something to change the rooms that are there without having to replace them. Uh, other than, like, the handful of spells, like, I don't know, equipment to give to your boss so they can hit them if they get in, or, like, something that changes the room itself, like, modifies the room without having to change the room's effects. Aside
0: from spells that are, again, rare. And rare and not always useful. And, yeah, uh,
1: and are one-offs. Yeah. But, like, say, like, an equipment uh, item that you can give to a monster room Mm-hmm. That'll change what the monsters are equipped with.
3: Well, they have those, but they're currently rooms that the next room, if it's a trap room, does an extra two. Which damage. requires you
1: to replace the room that's next to it. Yeah, yeah. Like,
0: w- without having to replace yeah. rooms,
1: like just something a like a sheen that you put on top of the room, like equipment cards and magic,
0: or or enchantment or something like that. Yeah, yeah,
1: mm-hmm.
0: yeah no, I, I definitely think that, and th- those might be things that they could have put in the spell deck.
3: Well, and I, I, spells, yeah. I know that some of these things we mentioned are different in Boss Monster Two.
0: Yeah, and when we review Boss Monster Two, we'll see what 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 suggestions we made uh, now, way after they've made it and released it, that they may or may not have thought of previously. No, they're
1: they're two separate games. We review them separately. Yep. They're they're of the yep. same type, but two different separate games.
0: games review separately. So yeah, uh, so that was Boss Monster. Um, oh, so let's go ahead and go around the table giving giving it our grade, starting with Pookie.
2: Um, I'd give it a minus.
0: A minus. A-? Right. Yeah,
2: it's a game I definitely want to play again.
3: Mm-hmm. Um, I'd go with a B plus. It's a great game. It's really fun. Um, there's just a lot of the card game randomness problem to it. Mm-hmm.
1: I also could definitely give it a B plus because I again, this might change. There might be a lot more swinginess in future games. But from first impression, it definitely feels like once you get piled driven to the bottom or ro- or rocketed to the top, that's where you're gonna stay.
0: So I'm gonna give it. Uh, it's interesting. This is the first time I've given the highest score. It's gonna be an A, uh, like a flat A. Um, it's it's a game I want to play again. Uh, it's a game I, I've I want to play again. It's a game I've thought about. Like it's like af- after getting done playing, it's like oh, if I had done this, this that might have worked. If I had, if i had, you know if I had tried to arc more towards drawing more spell cards, I might have been able to do something different. Um, I was actively thinking about the various different strategies that I wasn't implementing while I was playing the game. Um, it it. It also fills that role of gateway game in two different directions that I really like. Um it it has that element of control. I'm a blue I'm a blue player in Magic and I was basically playing a blue player's dungeon <laughs> in the in the thing. Like it has that flexibility to let me control the dungeon. There cards. wasn't enough red black for me. <laughs> <laughs> I, I wasn't able
1: to wreck your dungeon and kill my things fast enough.
0: No, no. But but like I was able I was able to control very well. Um it's a well-put-together game. It's a fun game. It's an easy-to-learn game, easy-to-play game. The strategies are not too complex for anybody to learn. Um, it's it, quick to play. It's very quick, too. Like, we played it in 45 minutes. Yeah. First time the ever first playing. Time, first time three of us ever played it. We played, We finished it in 20 minutes. And I, I had picked it up in the first five minutes. I, it was like, okay, this is a very simple game. It's got four major mechanics. Let's go. Um, so, yeah, it's easy to play, fun to play. I I was thinking about it while playing it. I was thinking about it after playing it. Uh, and I want to play it again and and, and it makes me want to play Boss Monster 2. Which, you know, if a game sells you on its its own sequel, that's good. Um, I definitely, the definition, I would say this is the definition in my opinion of an A. Um, it has some nitpick flaws, but those were like, we were being very nitpicky. And that's part of, that's part of the review is being nitpicky. Um, but they're, they're very easy to overlook. So, yeah. Definitely solid day for me. Alright. Well, uh, thank you guys for listening to us. If you liked what you heard and want to hear more, uh, please feel free to follow us here at com. or if you're listening on iTunes, uh, feel free to subscribe to us on iTunes and give us a rating and review. That super helps uh, with other people finding the podcast and listening to it and getting it spread around. Um, if you like our content and you want to see more of it, we stream every day, uh, seven days a week on twitch.tv slash SinsTaku. Uh, we have a website, financialfilms.com, where we upload, um, where we link to everything that we do, which includes the Twitch streaming, which includes the podcasting, which includes our YouTube series, Two Guys, One Camera, which we do every week. Um, also, you know, on the same channel that you're listening to this, you can also listen to our three other podcasts now. Uh, we have uh, Grand Terra Adventures, which is a fifth edition campaign that I'm GMing. Uh, we have a uh, we have uh, Space Cowboys, which is a Mass Effect campaign that I'm GMing, and we have um, a simpler life, which is a w- Warcraft RPG campaign that Chorus is GMing. Uh, so please, I'm actually
1: kind of uh, glad that Warcraft RPG now is is still a three five version right now because now we have a fifth edition campaign. Yeah, it's we have, have a go. three we have a
0: three five and a fifth edition campaign, which is fun. Um, so yeah uh, thank you all for listening and we hope you enjoyed it, and we hope to uh, get feedback if you'd like to give us any feedback please feel free to uh, email us at financialfilms at gmail.com. and if you'd like to support us financially you can check out our Patreon at patreon.com slash fsfilms thank you to Antitonic and Chris Comfort who are currently donating $25 a month and thank you to everybody who donates at any amount uh, we appreciate it all so thank you all and I hope you have a good day say so goodbye everybody bye <laughs> goodbye